Hello and welcome to the Legends of Tabletop podcast. We're getting ready to do our third Corthulhu playtest, which is a double playtest again because Kevin has written his own scenario. So we're going to playtest both of those things, I guess. <laughs> um, not written for Corthulhu specifically, but written for Call of Cthulhu. You guys all figured it out. Um, I'll say this on the front end so I don't have to edit it back later. Because it is a playtest, more than likely a little bit more meta conversation happening uh, as things come up or we have to talk about some of the finer points or whatever. All the other games have been great and a lot of fun, uh, but there is a little bit more of the outside meta chatter that we're that we're keeping in. So uh, hopefully that doesn't bother you. And I'm going to kick it over to Kevin and let him tell us what's going on. Okay, so this one is called the uh, 50,000 Watt Blowtorch. It's taking place in Pittsburgh. So for the introduction, it's um, on November 2nd, 1920, KDK Radio in Pittsburgh broadcast the Harding-Cox presidential election results, widely regarded as the world's first radio broadcast. So Pittsburgh in the 1920s was crowded. It was a crowded, dirty place. The Roaring Twenties would be the pinnacle for the money class, whether old or new. For the employees of the steel and coal magnets, the romance and benefits of industrialization would have to wait until the end of the Great Depression and the mass mobilization of World War II. So what we're going to do is we're going to start on the evening of November 2nd. Uh, as I said, there's been a lot of talk. Uh, oh, a lot of talk. A lot of um reports in the local newspapers in Pittsburgh about this uh, this company, KDK Radio, and uh, they're going to do a, the first kind of public broadcast. There's been, you know, kind of radio testing radio broadcasts earlier, but this is the kind of the first one for mass consumption for the, the rest of the population. Uh, so how we're going to start this out is we're going to have all of our players at a local speakeasy, which I was kind of happy when I looked at the date. So I think I told everybody that prohibition had uh, gone into effect earlier in 1920. So we're in November 1920. So if it's a Cthulhu game, you always got to have a speakeasy around. So I was happy those dates kind of fell into place for that. So for some introductions, let's go ahead and kick it over to maybe John first to tell us about his character. All right, I'm going to be playing Travis Hayes. He's an ex-soldier, private first class, uh, was in the First World War. Uh, he's 23, he's short, short brown hair, stubble, kind of hollow-eyed and gaunt. Uh, he works down at the docks. And um, he is, so as we sort of play with the mechanics for things, um, he's got a permanent level of trauma at Unsettled. Uh, I also debated on whether or not making that just like a life shaper thing. Um, but we haven't, since we haven't done any campaign play yet or really sort of delve too deep into character stuff, I just made it a permanent level of drama. He, do this, he does have two life shapers. We'll see if they come up. His first is war experience. His belief is that life is cheap and his coping mechanism is drug addiction. He is addicted to morphine, which he takes out of a little brown dropper bottle. All right. So next we'll go over to Kurt. Uh, my character is Hugh Joshi. He is 26 years old. He's a criminal. He's actually a drug dealer. Um, I'll just give away his life shaper right away. It's get people high and get that money is basically what he does. 
Um, also, he tries everything that he has before he gives it to his clientele because he wants to make sure that they're getting the best possible high. So not only does he want to make money, but he also wants people to have sweet relief, whatever in form that comes into. Uh, he's about six foot ten, very scrawny, but kind of uh, has that kind of like wiry muscle. Um, very kind of sneaky kind of dude for being. What did I say? I said I meant five ten. Did I say six ten? Yeah, you said yeah. Six, ten, Sorry, <laughs> work's been a long day, so I apologize to anyone right now that's listening to this. Um, but no, he's five ten. He's a little wiry, and uh, he's got that smile on his face like you will never be able to trust this man, even though, <laughs> even though he wants to get you high. Uh, yeah, not to be trusted. Um, he has. Did we talk about stats, or we just kind of? Are we just I mean, kind of if you want to. Yeah, I'm not worried about that. No. Yeah, okay. um, I pretty much gave you all that you really need to know for right now. All right, Jesse. I am playing Michael Francis. He is a uh, 43-year-old teacher. He mostly works in community schools, and uh, he specializes in electronics. Uh, he kind of had a fascination with electric cars, for a little while, worked for uh, Baker Automotive up in Vermont. And when that kind of went south, he uh, he moved south and uh, ended up becoming a teacher. And uh, his life shaper is invention uh, as a goal. So he's always kind of uh, upset that he's never made it big and he's never really made it on. He's kind of stuck in this job. So he always wants to make something or discover something that will propel him to the next level. He also has a little bit of a fascination with ham radios. <laughs> okay, good. So um, to, to set this up, so in downtown Pittsburgh, there is a um, there's a speakeasy that kind of everybody kind of knows about, I guess, quote, quote unquote, everybody. Uh, it's called Froggies, and they, the owner of the tavern has kind of let it be known that he, I guess he wouldn't say he has a hookup. That seems to be anachronistic, but he has a friend who uh, was able to get him a radio. So he's very excited that he has uh, a radio. So to listen to this broadcast, as I said, in the papers over the past few weeks, there's been lots of stories about this historic event of, you know, the first broadcast, things like that. So the fact that Hugh and Travis, um, um, my assumption would be that maybe you do kind of know each other. Maybe you aren't. Maybe Hugh isn't Travis's, you know, main kind of guy. But I'm, I'm assuming just that you would know each other. Um, he hooks me up. We run in the same circles. Okay, so that, so there is that that tighter relationship there. And then obviously for Michael, uh, he's heard word of you know, the, the fact that Froggies is going to have a radio. So, you know, just from his background, he's going to be interested to be there to listen to it. Now, so whether you know Hugh and Travis, other than just the fact that maybe, I don't know, maybe if Mike was a local at Froggies also, or if he's just coming in new because he heard, you know, somebody say that that, that guy had a radio and he wanted to go listen. Hmm. Um, yeah, we'll say, you know, he, uh, he appreciates Froggies, uh, attempt to kind of stay current with technology and uh, and maybe even Michael's kind of helped him out a little bit, set up some of his stuff. So yeah, he probably 
he's not a, a low he's not a frequent visitor but he's there often enough okay so the, the, you guys would have seen each other and my assumption whenever we talk about things like this when we play a game and it's a speakeasy right it's not like you're just anybody's walking off the street so i think everybody probably knows everybody right there's that little extra level of security that you know you're just not getting you know people walking by and coming in so the chances are that you kind of you got you got you guys kind of all know each other just from the fact that you want to make sure there's not a Fed sitting next to you when you go in, kind of thing. Well, would it be a Fed? I guess it is a Fed, but I don't know if that's. T- but yeah, so a cop next to you, you want a to make sure. That, yeah, exactly. So you know, make sure you don't want to get pinched. So, um, you know, you guys are in. It's it's early evening. Uh, you guys are in. Froggy sitting down. The owner of the place. What's oh, a good name for him? We'll just call him Steve. So Steve, Stevie, the owner of Froggies, is there. There is actually used to be a Froggies in Pittsburgh, and I forget what the guy who used to own it was named. Hmm. We'll, just say it's, we'll just say it's Steve. Um, so Steve's there, and uh, behind the behind the bar, you know, you see the stereotypical, like kind of like the not dome, but like that that cathedral door shaped wooden thing with some stuff on it behind the behind the bar. So he's all he's all very excited, and he's been walking by. You know, he's been rubbing down the bar, and then. You know, wiping down the um, wiping down the radio. So he, he looks at his watch, uh, and all of a sudden he shouts to everybody and say, um, "Okay, everybody, the uh, broadcast is going to start." Uh, I got this little baby from uh, one of my regulars who was a little uh, a little behind on his tab, so he did me a favor and gave me one of these one of these uh, radios that everybody's been talking about. Uh, so. In a minute, we'll go ahead and turn it on to um, to, to listen to this, whatever they're talking about for the election. Uh, also, this will stand out as a reminder that if you fall back, if you fall behind on what you owe me, always make sure you come up and pay in a reasonable time, so you don't have to give me any kind of new super duper thing. You know, you can just pay your tab. I'll take I'll take cash as, as well as in kind trade. So always make sure you're uh, you're up on your uh, on your tab. Uh, and he says. Uh, to celebrate this and me being in a good mood, uh, we'll give a round of drinks on the house for everybody who's here. So, you know, he points over to a waitress and then she starts going around and asking people, you know, what what they want since uh, since Stevie's giving everybody a, a free one on the house right before the broadcast starts. So she comes over and just asks you uh, what you guys pick your poison for today. Uh, what would you guys like or for this evening? What would you guys like? Uh, whiskey sour. She looks over to Hugh. How about you, Hugh? How about you, Hugh? Sorry, I forgot myself. Rubber on the rocks. Okay, and then she looks over to Michael, uh, just you know, raises her eyebrow. I don't know, she would be writing it down. She's probably remembering it. It's not that much yeah. of an order, so. <laughs> oh, uh, I'll just do a uh, rum and coke. Okay, so she'll walk back over to the bar, start getting those served up. She'll come back over and give you your drinks, and then right after she gives you your drinks... She walks back over to Stevie and is kind of, you know, just leaning against the bar. So he puts his hands up and says, okay, everybody be quiet. I'm going to turn on the radio. Let's, you know, let's hear what's going on with this. Hopefully we'll all remember where we were on this momentous occasion. Just don't let anybody know the name of the place. Don't want to get too much, uh, too much publicity, but, you know, let your friends know that, that we're here and uh, we were, we were the first ones to let you hear this. So he turns on the radio. 
KDKA of the Westinghouse Electric and Manufacturing Company in East Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. We shall now broadcast the election returns. <clears throat> we are receiving these returns by special arrangements with the Pittsburgh Post and Sun. We'd appreciate it if anyone hearing this broadcast would communicate with us as we are very anxious to know how far the broadcast is reaching and how it is being received. Okay, so that, that's the beginning of it. The um, broadcast goes on. Uh, they're just reading out the different election results from each of the states they're getting in. But after you hear that, everybody make me a psyche roll. Oh, fuck, we're starting right with that? <laughs> Any yeah. dice? Oh, come on. This will frame it for moving forward. So. One, two, two. So I got a two. Cool. Okay. One, two. <laughs> <laughs> Quickest Corthulhu game ever. Right. Everybody drops that. Uh, I had a five, four, three. Okay. So while this broadcast is playing, Hugh's sitting there drinking. Um, you know, just listening to the results. And then, you know, there's a bit of, you know, mum, not mumbling, but, you know, people were talking, you know, there's, you know, why, you know, this is, this is amazing. You know, uh, normally we would have to wait to the next day to kind of get some of this information. Uh, some, and, you know, he was just sitting there drinking, but also Michael and Travis, while they're listening, they just have this weird feeling of like there's like a distracted noise kind of in the back of their mind. It's like a really low kind of buzz or kind of hum. So I'm assuming Michael Michael just thinks, okay, well, I you know, this is kind of what happens when I go to turn on my ham radio. I plug it in. I'm also touching the metal table while mm -hmm. I touch my ham radio. Or Travis is all when I say buzz, Travis is probably thinking this feels like I got a bad buzz. From you know something, <laughs> so it's you know it's that both kind of feeling that you're both having. He sticks his finger in his ear, kind of like whirls it around, like maybe it's tinnitus, you know, because he gets a he gets tinnitus, he has tinnitus from the war. So sometimes, like usually, it's not too bad, but then sometimes it like just kind of like you know flares up. Oh, and I forgot to say, so the the difficulty level on that was a three, so that would be a no. I'm just trying to scroll down for what the I got a no but I missed by yeah. one. Yeah, so I, I think so. No but so the no but would be this is kind of cheating, but so <laughs> I guess for both of you, you know, so Travis kind of realizes it, it's not really an intense thing, it's kind of that in the background, it's a bit annoying. And as you said, you, you think it might be the tinnitus. Michael says, you know, it kind of feels whenever he's you know messing around with electrics right so you're you're interested in that kind of thing so i'm sure there's been a few times in your life you've been shocked or you turn something on and you're testing and you can hear it and it, it kind of has that feeling so the both of you kind of know that this kind of feels like that when we've had it happen to us before but it's really not there's something a bit off that it doesn't fit right in with that but you know it's there thereabouts but this still doesn't feel like it's the normal thing whenever you're having that kind of reaction so he he Travis leans over towards Hugh and says, uh, "Hey, uh, hey Hugh, you 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 hearing that?" And he's you know again he's kind of like his finger in his ear. Is that supposed to make that noise? Uh, Hugh smiles wide at Travis and and Hugh's like, "No, I didn't hear it, but if you want to hear it, I got something for you." <laughs> <laughs> 
And he, he he looks at Michael. I don't know how well we know you. And he's like, I, yeah, not, yeah, maybe. I'm, it's probably fine. I know. It's 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 probably it's probably just uh, some feedback from the radio and a little uh, a little uh, electrostatic in the air. I, we're, it's fine. Do you, you know about this stuff? Uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually I I helped Stevie uh, Stevie set this one up. Oh. Oh, good on you. You should keep them happy more often. We'll get some more free drinks out of them. <laughs> Michael, did you program that? Did you program that so like everyone can hear that? Are you, you're doing like the microwave thing where like you send out the vibes to get people to you know vote against Hardy or something? What are you doing? What are you, is, uh, no, you no, no, no. That's 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 all. That's our that's our real. That no. Mm. Speaking of free drinks, uh, the waitress over at the bar. We'll call her Betty. So Betty looks over to Stevie and she's kind of she's kind of doing the same things that Michael and Travis are doing. So she's, you know, sticking her finger in her ear, you know, shaking her head a bit. So she shouts, she shouts over to Stevie. I think you got swing. I think you got swindled by Jensen on this. The thing's broken or something. It's making my head hurt. I'm going to go see if I can uh, see if I can go fix this thing. Maybe there's like a loose a loose wire or something. Okay, so uh, Michael walks over. You see Stevie kind of looking at the radio, twisting a bit of the knob. So, of course, uh, the volume goes up and down a bit. He's you know, <laughs> tuning it back and forth, and you know, a little bit of static, and it catches it again. So he turns back around and looks at Betty and uh, looks out. And so it, look, it seems to him that it's just Betty and then Michael and Travis. You know, everyone else just seems to be kind of sitting there talking about it listening to the results, seeing what they are. So he shouts again and goes, uh, okay, everything seems to be all right, but uh, I'm still in a good mood about this. This is pretty exciting. So another round for everybody. Get over there, Benny, get everybody around. Maybe uh, walking around a bit will make you feel a bit better. So she comes back around and she remembers everybody's drink. So she comes around and gives everybody uh, another free round. And as Michael was walking over to Stevie, she kind of hands, she can't, she hands Michael his, as he's walking over to Stevie and she's, she's coming back to the other tables for, you know, Travis and Hugh and everyone else. Um, so yeah, so Michael's over talking to Stevie, kind of take a looking at it. And, and you know, Stevie says, I, I don't, I don't really hear anything. I seem fine. You know, the only time I hear static is when I'm, you know, tuning it this way or that, but I don't, I don't think whatever Betty was saying, my head's fine. I don't know about, about you and Travis over there. I don't know how you're feeling. Uh, yeah, usually, uh, usually, uh, maybe sometimes like this, uh, you have to have a certain, uh, uh, mental acuity in order for the, uh, the sounds <laughs> to, to hear you. <laughs> and then, you know, he's, he's kind of sitting there. So, uh, he, he doesn't seem to feel anything. So he's going to do the old IT trick. He's going to unplug it and plug it back in again. Uh, <laughs> you know, you hear the pop. I'm assuming, you know, whenever you mm. plug something in in 1920, there was a, you know, that ozone pop when you click it in. Uh, when he pulls it off, you know, there are some grumbles from some of the other uh, patrons of, you know, we, they were just coming to Pennsylvania. You pulled it out. We're going to know, you know, what the results are. So he plugs it back in, you know, turns it, tweaks it again for the, the tuning to make sure it's on the right one and turns it up a bit, turns it back down. And he kind of looks at Michael and says, i I still don't, it still sounds fine to me. What about you? And for Michael and Travis and Betty, you know, that, that kind of hum is still there just, you know, very faintly in the background. 
and when Stevie unplugged it, uh, you know, he, he, he unplugged it. He didn't wait a whole bunch of time because everybody, you know, started yelling about he plugged it back in. But for that three seconds of when it was unplugged, you guys still had that in your head. So it didn't go off whenever he unplugged the radio. Travis just sort of shrugs and takes a drink, leans back into the chair and, you know, just kind of says absently, uh, you know, uh, they keep the politics. Uh, you should put uh, put some of that jazz on there. That that'd be a lot better. So while Michael's over there, uh, Stevie's, you know, he's mumbling a bit under his breath about, you know, Jensen, wait till I get a hold of Jensen. I think he took me for a ride on this one. This better not be affecting. If we keep playing this, this better not be affecting my customers all the time. I may have to go back and pull out that tab the, that he was running up. Can't be having it affect. You know, I have people coming in here. And he's mumbling under his breath. You know, people have enough problems trying to get here. I staying out of trouble. I don't want uh, all of a sudden all my uh, all my customers telling everyone else that whenever they come into froggies, they're getting static in their brain. So, you know, he's still tweaking it. You know, Michael's looking. It doesn't look like there's anything specifically wrong with the the radio. You know, from your experience, you know, you look around the back. You're make, looking, make sure the plugs grounded inside of it and into the wall and everything. So, but no, everything at the moment looks fine to you. You know, and then and Stevie's just you know still kind of sitting there, mumbling under his breath about you know Jensen and and things like that. And yeah, wait till I get my hands on him. He hasn't been here for a few days. I wonder if he knew this was going to happen. Um, but as you said, as I said, every, as you said, as I said, everyone else is, seems to be fine. It just seems to be you two and, and Betty that are having that. It's not, it's not to the point where, see, I've never had tinnitus before, but it, it, it's very low. It's, it's distracting because it's, it's new. It's like if you have a, you know, a scratch in your mouth and your tongue's always going toward that kind of thing. It's that kind of thing. It's not affecting you or anything. It just seems to be there and it's, it's always there and it's, a, you know, it's a bit, a bit annoying, but it's not stopping you. You know, you can still carry on conversations. You can still go do whatever. Um, but, you know, when you're talking, it kind of seems to go away a bit. But, you know, whenever it's silent or, you know, you're thinking about it, the more you think about it, you know, you can kind of feel that little bit in the back of your mind. Okay. Hugh, Hugh leans into Travis and says, you know, if you got a little buzzing in your head there. I got a little something for you. I got something new. It's called Grandma's Cough Mess. And it's actually a little bit of it's cough syrup mixed with codeine. It'll make that buzz go right away. I I don't know. I don't know if that'll um I mean, you know my uh my normal concoction. I I don't know can it touch that? I, I mean that's uh what what if what if I make it grandpa's cough medicine and I put the heroin in it too? <laughs> it's actually he's addicted to morphine. Oh morphine, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I switched it. <laughs> <laughs> um I'd, I'd like to be willing to give that a shot. Uh, how, how much? How much is a lot of money back in the 20s? Uh, a nickel. One, one wealth. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> one credit. One credit. Yeah. Yeah, let's just, ten bucks? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, sure. No. Yeah, let's, yeah, let's just say that. Yeah. It says for ten, for ten, I'll give, actually, I'll give it to you for a steal. I'll give it to you for seven dollars, but you got to do it with me. Uh, Yeah. Maybe we can he kind of like looks around. We could probably find a, a spot in here. Maybe we'll just maybe we, we could do it later. All right, sounds good. Anytime you need to go to the restroom, let me know. Yeah, yeah, that'll work. 
if so, so the the ten dollars equates to one hundred and thirty six bucks in twenty twenty one. But obviously, maybe Travis isn't just getting a hit, right? He's trying a bit, and then if he likes it, then <laughs> there'll be more of it. So, I, yeah, I don't think this is just kind of a one sh- a one shot of <laughs> a taster. This will be more. Yeah, exactly. He'll get the whole. He'll yeah. get the whole bottle. Yeah, exactly. I also don't know if that's a lot of money or a little of money for drugs. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at first I, I was know. like, "Oh, 130 sex. I guess that sounds about right. And then Kevin's like, ah, "It's pretty on the cheap side, actually." <laughs> well, but you gotta figure like you literally go and get a whole meal for a nickel, right? Like that's always the joke. Right, yeah. So or a quarter or whatever. So like ten bucks is not an insignificant amount of money i mean like oh, what no. was what was weekly salary 20 30 or some that shit ten, right like that, and it's not yeah that's ten bucks going to pay off Hughes mortgage for the next six months right <laughs> well right because the average salary in the 20s is about eight grand you know depending on profession right so somewhere between like four and ten so the so weekly workers nine dollars and fifteen dollars yeah so there you go it's all week's worth of salary yeah. Nice. Yeah, I feel like it's probably a pretty good number. Yep. Yeah. Drug history lesson over. Now back to the show. <laughs> 1920 drug history lesson. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was drugs and economics. Look at that. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we're not only playing a Corthulhu game, we're also learning. Yeah. <laughs> Today I learned. <laughs> <laughs> How much drugs on the street would cost back in 1920? <laughs> so the broadcast keeps going. You know they're going they're going through the all the returns. Uh, yeah. My assumption is that there's not going to be like a, a call on the election. I think Harding did win pretty big, but I'm, did, I'm yeah. guessing I'm guessing you're not going to get those results tonight. You know it's still <laughs> I'm guessing getting getting the 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 telegraph results from you know illinois and wisconsin and trying to think what else would be states california was a state down there yeah so that that's going to be waiting a while but you know so it's ongoing and you know it's cycling through it's going back and you know they're they're not repeating it because it's all live but they are rereading some of the information other information um everyone else in froggies you know it was fine they're just all chatting normal stuff you know the, all, the usual regulars are there. Stevie's still, you know, kind of fiddling with the radio. He's not tweaking the trying to tweaking the dial as much because you know it goes to that that the other the actual radio static you hear. But he's kind of looking around on it. Maybe once in a while, Michael gets up, tries to remember something maybe that he's seen before about you know connections and transistors and whatever. And he you know he sits and you know he goes over and starts talking to Stevie again because obviously. Mike will help Stevie get it hooked up before. So let's say he got he got this radio from Jensen to cover, you know, his outstanding tab. If Michael was the one that helped get it up and running, um, you kind of know who Jensen is. You know, he's been in here before. Mm. Uh, maybe you weren't – maybe Jensen wasn't here while you were, you know, fiddling around with it to get it up and mm-hmm. running previously. But you know who Jensen is. You know, he works for KDKA. So you're looking at it. Maybe you've had some some chats with Jensen in the past about what's going on, what he's been working on. Obviously, mm-hmm. two guys in a in a bar who both at this time are into, you know, electronics and things like right. that. I guess it would be like, you know, two people in a bar now who 
work on AI or something, right? There's not that right, many yeah. people that would be in there. So yeah. maybe, you, you know, you guys have chatted about it before, you know, you buy him a drink, he tells you a bit, he buys you a drink, you know, you tell him a bit again about that. So maybe you kind of know, you know, and, and Stevie's still complaining about Jensen um, and, you know, looks over you. Do you think, you think I've been taken on this one? Do you think, do you think he worked, worked me over and got something out of it? You know, you and you and Travis seemed to, and Betty seemed to be a bit um, whenever that started, but no one else in here seems to be uh, making a big deal about it. I, I, I mean, I, I don't know. It could, uh, he, he could have maybe given you some, uh, some defective, uh, defective hardware from, from the station or something. But, uh, but I, I, I don't know. I mean, every, everyone else seems pretty okay. So we'll have to talk to him tomorrow when he comes in. He hasn't been in today, but I'm guessing maybe uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on over in that shed for the radio station. Maybe uh, maybe he got busy. Maybe it was uh, all hands on deck kind of thing. So, but um, you know, I'm sure I see him tomorrow. I'll mention something to him, and if you're here too, maybe the three of us can get together and chat about it. But uh, everything else seems to be all right for the minute. Just let me and uh, just let me or Betty know if you and Travis want anything else the rest of the night. Seems a bit strange, but. Uh, it is, an, it is an exciting day. You know, I don't think there's probably too many people out there that can say that they they played the first broadcast uh, on the radio. So I'll always have that. Maybe I'll get one of those plaques you put up behind the bar. I'll get someone to, uh, to make me something fancy to put up there. So uh, once this uh, once all this uh, this new uh, amendment goes and gets thrown out eventually, fingers crossed, God willing, maybe I'll turn this place into a tourist destination. So people can come take a look. And while he's doing that, you know, Michael's sitting there fidgeting a bit. Betty comes over and sits down next to Travis. Maybe Hugh, Hugh, Hugh just went, Hugh went for an actual run to the bathroom and not with Travis, but like a proper run. Yeah, to Travis the starts to get up and he's like, no, 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 man, I really no, got to go. This is an actual, <laughs> no, yeah, I actually, I actually got to go. I got to go. <laughs> so then Betty sits down next to, um, next to Travis, you know, uh, Michael's still up, you know, Maybe Michael's kind of leaning up against the bar talking to Stevie a bit. You know, that, that seemed to be something. I, I wouldn't think Michael would be with Hugh and Travis just shooting the breeze all night, especially mm. if he's got someone else to talk about this radio thing, right? He, he, you know, he'd be leaning up against the bar, you know, drink, you know, talking with him. And uh, Betty kind of sits down next to, to Travis and says, yeah, it's kind of weird, right? Like a weird hum in the background, kind of in your ear. Yeah, I could almost feel it like in my jaw, right? Like it's just, I mean, I, I got, I got this buzz all the time from the war. You know, the the shells, they just, it's like rain. I mean, I I just, I hear that all the time, but it it feels different a little bit. And then, you know, she kind of looks over and says, yeah, it seems really strange, but it just seems to be a couple of us. Everyone else seems to be all right. It is a bit weird, but, you know, so she gets up and kind of does the stereotypical, you know, bumps her hip into you and says, I'll, I'll go grab you another drink. Don't tell Stevie. So she'll go back over and she'll pour one for you. And while Stevie's talking to Michael, she'll pour a shot, give herself a slug, kind of walk <laughs> over and just give, you know, give Travis and uh, give Travis another one. Maybe Hugh's drink is still there. So she just, she kind of just tops you back up and, you know, walks back over and starts working, you know, seeing if anyone else needs anything. Uh-huh. Can I make an awareness to see if it seems like other people are being affected by it or not? 
Yep, let me go. What would that would be? That would be kind of an easy one, right? Because you know everybody there. For know. the most part, I guess. Yeah, exactly. You would know. You've seen them before, right? So, you know, that guy, he's usually hammered when he comes in anyway. So, you know, that guy, he, you know, this is the he likes his, you know, stuff neat. That guy likes stuff on the rocks. So, you know, you've been around and you, you, you understand, you know, you're regular, so you kind of know everybody's interactions usually how they are. So if anybody was seeing, if anybody was acting a bit out of the ordinary, you would notice because you all, because I'm assuming in a speakeasy, if people start acting weird, everyone else starts staring at them and getting weird because yeah. that guy yeah. pop, you know, so they're all, right. everybody kind of knows how everybody works. So let's say that's kind of an easy, difficult level. Difficulty okay. level. That is going to be a seven. So that is a yes and a whole bunch of ands, right? <laughs> mm. Right. It's almost it's almost like because he has the the unsettled, right? So like he always just kind of is sort of aware of the surroundings because of the, the the war background. Like he's just always kind of on guard, I guess. Maybe not paranoia, but you're always you're always scoping out what's going on, right? So yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe if you even when you're not tweaking, you know, you always got that little unsettled. Got to make sure nothing comes up behind me. What's that guy doing? Right, right. What she's saying, that kind of thing. So you, you, you a heightened awareness, anyways. So we'll say that you look around and it, it doesn't seem, you know, no one else seems to be, you know, kind of shaking their head or, you know, doing the ear thing or, you know, just from the low talk, you can hear no one's talking about that. They're just talking about, you know, the, the election returns or, well, this is actually, this is pretty neat that, you know, we're here for this and, you know, imagine what this thing will do. Maybe they'll start putting baseball games on it, uh, you know, that kind of thing. So it's just, you know, generic talk. So no one else is talking about them having that kind of fuzzy feeling or sound. Uh, everyone else seems to be. So it seems just to be the three of you. And we'll say, what would be the and for that? And? I don't know. It's such a low stake sort of thing. Yeah. Because <laughs> it doesn't have to be related, right? So that, like that's the that's the thing. Like in combat, usually your ends and butts are going to be related, although they don't have to be to what's happening in the moment because it's pretty easy to sort of riff off of. Okay. Um, let, let let me be. Let me be. Um, I, I'm going to steal this to kind of use to my advantage. <laughs> my advantage because I've been trying to think how to work this next part. So let's say the yeah, the the yes is yeah. You really don't notice. Everyone else seems to, no. You you do know that no one else seems to be raising this point other than sure. you two and Betty. And let's say the and is maybe that that extra heightened stuff that you normally have on every situation makes you think. You know what? Gotta make sure we come back tomorrow to double check. Maybe this is, you know, something maybe they got a bad you know, maybe you got a bad case or bad batch of rot gut or something. Hmm. Uh maybe Froggy's uh supply chains are breaking down, maybe you got some bad bathtub, bathtub whiskey or whatever. But you know, maybe you you look over to Michael and say, it might be an idea, might be worth coming back again and checking tomorrow to see uh to see if Betty's still having this and maybe see if any of these other, all these other guys here, see if maybe we ask them tomorrow, maybe if they're having the same effect, that, that little ringing thing that you and I and Betty are hearing. Uh, maybe it's not, maybe it's not that radio thing. Maybe it's something, uh, maybe it's something that uh, they're serving us, but maybe it might be a good idea just to double check. You don't know uh, if we, if we find out this place is uh, going down the tubes on quality uh, you might want to find another place to drink. I don't want to 
end up starting drinking some gasoline or, you know, wood alcohol in, uh, yeah. in my stuff whenever we come in. So, so since, um, since Hugh wasn't, didn't feel anything, he switches over to the, he, you know, he grabs Betty, like waves her down as she walks by and he's like, you know what, uh, switch me over to bourbon. And, uh, so she'll, so he was drinking bourbon. What was Michael drinking? Rum and uh, Coke. Right? Rum and Coke. And then yeah. Travis just had whiskey, right? Whiskey sour, yeah. Okay. So, um, Betty says, yeah, that's, that might be a good idea. Uh, but you know, some of the other folks around here were drinking the whiskey too, but, uh, maybe it was just that, that end of that bottle that I gave you and me. Uh, yeah, because she, she snuck a shot. She 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 doesn't do a one for you, one for me all the time. Whenever Stevie's <laughs> not looking, she'll take an, you know, she'll take a quick slug. So uh, she she says, yeah, I'll go, I'll go grab you a bourbon, and I'll whatever that whiskey was, I'll I'll set that aside, and we can check that, and I'll I'll see if I get anything out of Stevie. If you think that might be uh, what was causing the issue, and she'll go over and she'll go ahead and grab you one, and she'll take a quick quick look because you know stevie and michael were still fidgeting around with the radio and she'll mm. come back and give you a drink um, right, he he offers her a, like he lights a cigarette he shakes one out for her i'm assuming she's probably working and smoking at the same time <laughs> people speak people always smoke yeah, yeah. yeah. so he just you know flicks off some ash in the ashtray and you know just like he settles in he waits for Hugh to come back and you know maybe we'll we'll go and uh Sample uh, grandpa's uh, cough medicine <laughs> when he comes back. Yeah. So until Hugh come, you know, maybe maybe Hugh got Hugh went, you know, and maybe he just got pulled off to the side. You know, he's chatting with some of the other local. I'm assuming people know who Hugh is. So maybe mm. he's he's doing some business on the side, and he's yeah. just you know walking through chatting with everybody kind of thing. Um, everybody's had taking his own orders. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. So Hugh's up working. So now Betty can sit down and says, "Okay, I've I got everybody all fed and watered. Now uh, we'll let we'll let Hugh go do some of the fertilizer." So she sits down with with Travis in Hugh's seat. You know, sitting there smoking. You know, just a bit of idle idle chatter back and forth. So let's just say you know you guys are there for a few hours. Um, there are, which is you know kind of shocking to realize now, but there are actually night runs of newspapers at this time. So you would get right. the morning paper and you would get the paper at night, which I always thought was crazy. But so maybe while you guys are sitting there chatting, Hugh's doing, Hugh's uh, going through the motions, doing his business, you know, maybe Michael comes back, sits down a bit, chatting with Betty and, and Travis, you know, he'll go back up when he wants to grab another drink and, you know, uh, you know, we'll look at Steve again. Stevie seemed to be – he's kind of settled in right now. He's not completely perturbed about the fact that you, the three of you, have got this weird thing because to him, he's got nothing going on. He's fine. All the rest of his customers are – you know, no one else has said anything. Maybe he's thinking – you know, Stevie's thinking, well, I know Betty. Betty likes to, you know, take a few shots here and there. So maybe she – maybe we've been a bit busy tonight. So maybe there's one for you, one for me. He's gone a little bit further than normal. Uh and he says, well, Travis is Travis, right? So he kind of knows what Travis is up to. Uh, any good bartender or owner of a bar knows what his, his loyal customers are usually up to going on. So he's like, ah, that just might be something that Travis has to deal with. You know, he knows your past history of being in the war. And maybe that's just been exacerbated by, you know, some of the stuff you do. So he's like, ah, man, it's just probably Travis. Uh, and then Mac Michael, he's, he's like, well, you know, 
maybe it is some kind of weird maybe michael was experimenting at home you know maybe his ham radio is a bit on the fritz maybe got a bit of a jolt you know every time stevie unplugged and plugged in the the radio you know he felt that little thing so maybe he's like maybe michael just got a little bit extra when he was doing it so he's not completely distracted he's still happy that you know he he could be part of this and you know i had a radio and everybody listened to the radio at my joint but so you know the 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 nighttime newspaper comes in so this is you know a few hours afterwards and if hugh works his way back to the table betty gets up you know looks over to travis you know thanks for the talk and thanks for the thanks for the cigarette and you know kind of walks back to the bar and then i don't know if hugh and travis want to want to do anything right now or hey just see he, he looks up at him you know, he wink, winks at the Betty when she leaves. I feel like they probably flirt all the time. Yeah. And he says, I mean, it took you long enough. What the, what the hell, man? I thought you were just going to take a piss. Sorry, it turned out to be a little bit more than that, if you really want to know. <laughs> all right, man. I mean, are you, uh, I mean, do you want to go back and, uh, you know? Oh, hell yeah. The, the cough medicine? Oh, I feel, uh, <laughs> I feel, a. Uh, Little something coming on. I know, and he puts his hand to your head, boy. <laughs> it doesn't. You don't look very well, and he says it really loud so everyone else can hear. And then he kind of like tries to like shuffle you off, like he's like a caring <laughs> friend. Hey, Mike, uh, hold the table. Yeah, we'll we'll be right back. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got gotcha. you. So m- m- maybe Michael, you know the the evening the evening run of the Pittsburgh Post Tribune Gazette comes in. So maybe Michael grabs a copy of it. You know, Stevie has a copy. Michael grabs a copy. He's just reading it. And obviously the big headlines about the so far the results they've had back from the election. And then, you know, the big story about about this historic night, you know, the first ever radio broadcast, KDK radio. And it's just going over some of the, you know, the details of the company and and things like that. So it's just kind of a rundown of uh, of some of the uh, some of the news. Um, so Michael's reading that and obviously he's trying to see if they say anything exciting in this, in this article about the broadcast. Um, and then maybe Travis and Hugh go back to the bathroom. I think when they go off on, you know, off on their own, then he, you know, kind of says, you know, I I don't know if this whiskey was any good. You know, I made the switch. Um, I'll probably be here tomorrow. This is normally where I come anyway. So, yeah. And he was, he was like, thinks to himself, he's like, Oh, whiskey with diesel. That's not a bad idea. That kind of thing, you know. <laughs> he's <laughs> anything that sounds like different, he's just like eyeball for it. Not only to take it, but to sell it. So should we make uh drug tolerance rolls? You probably should like Yeah, let's do that, because you guys are going back. What so it's we... cough medicine with codeine and morphine in it. <laughs> <laughs> what would that be against health? I'm assuming, right? Uh, it would probably be a health roll. I think yeah. we both actually have drug tolerance as a skill, so we'd add that as well. Yep. Okay. Um, so let's say that is. Do we make that a four? I probably at least right. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm an still, addict, so I don't know, right? Like, it, maybe that's easy. That, that's, that's what I was thinking the offset was is, you know, this isn't your first rodeo. But I have the skill though, right? Yeah. Like that's the Yeah, that's what that would help you get past that. So yeah. have having it be a four, I think, is probably a good idea regardless, because 
you know, it should still be a hard roll because it's codeine mixed with fucking heroin. So like, it's, gonna, <laughs> it's, it's not, not exactly the easiest pair to put together. Plus the cough medicine. Yeah. Let's say four then. That's good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I got a four. I nailed it. Exactly. With my drug tolerance. Mm. I rolled a three. <laughs> I got an eight. <laughs> Jeez. Nice. Uh, just played so my character is like this is nothing, you know. Okay, so we've got we've got Travis got a four, so that's a yes, but mm-hmm. something negative. And then Hugh is <laughs> a yes and by quite a bit. Let's say that the yes, but unless John, you can think of anything. Let's say you were expecting, if you were taking something, you know, normally whenever you do something, it kind of numbs the pain, right? So you're, you're probably doing a lot of this because of all the, all the stuff that happened in the war. And that's kind of like your coping mechanism, right? So you can mm-hmm. turn off, turn all that stuff off whenever you do something. So let's maybe say the butt is for this thing, you know, all your normal things that affect you, that set you on edge, have all kind of got blocked out. But let's just say this this weird stuff that's happened tonight, it's not that it's getting amplified now, but it's still there. So you usually have a bit of peace of mind whenever you do something. Um, but now you have peace of mind, but there's this other part that's still there niggling at you. And you're not happy about that because the only reason you do all this stuff is, you know, to try to drown all that out. But it seems to be, you know, that that's still kind of in the back of your mind a bit. Okay. What would be the and for... Hugh, so anything Kurt you can think of? I th- I think for me it would be like the fact that I noticed that you know he just keeps like doing that thing where he just he keeps playing with his ear and he's just like whoa this must be something that's just really affecting him because it's like he does the thing and then he's like you can tell Travis is waiting for something to happen and then all of a sudden he does that thing again where he kind of puts his finger in his ear and just kind of shakes that out again and he's like whoa this man needs need something a little bit more hardcore or mm. something is really affecting him. Okay. So do we want to have you guys play that out a bit or did you, we just want to have that at, you know, if would, would Travis give his re I'm assuming Travis would give his review of the product, right? Cause it's yeah, something yeah. new. So maybe, maybe let's do that a bit of, you know, so to you, this, this seems like it's working, but there's that part that's pissing you off because it's not, 100% working, and I'm assuming Hugh is feeling pretty good. He's flying pretty high, so he thinks everything's really good, but he does notice that Travis still seems to be... He would see Travis in a good state previously with other stuff, and he sees that he's not in that state right now. Yeah, I feel like instead of being mellow, he's a little bit, maybe a little bit more agitated, because he's almost like he's fixated on the noise now. And he's like, hey man, I mean, I don't know. I mean, the... The morphine usually, you know, usually mellows me out, right? Like it just, it it, it calms me down, and you know, I I can sleep, but you know, wiggles his ear again. He's like, I, I don't know, all I can hear is that that fucking noise. I, I it's, man, this this is this is not doing what I thought it was going to do. Like, I, I are you are you sure about this? He looks at you. Like he, Hugh looks at Travis. He's like, I'm telling you, it's it's those brainwaves, man. I'm telling you, it's those, it's that radio, man. He's I don't, I don't know if I trust that Michael, man. He, he, I think he might have just set something off, man. And I know what happened to him, too, but maybe maybe it's an accident. Maybe it's one of those things where it's like 
now everybody's going to be set off. Maybe we should just get out of here. I don't, I don't really trust this place. If that's going to be happening. I don't know. I mean, I, I just, I just wanted, I just wanted to like, if I can get a drink and just like chill out a little bit and then go home and pass out. I mean, it's like every other night, right? It's the same thing. You work, drink, a little bit of morphine. It's fine. Right. Like, I mean, it's just, it's a living. Yeah. yeah I'm sorry, but like, the grandpa's cough medicine. I mean, you should be, you should be flying on cloud nine right now. It seems like you're ready to like throw a scrum, man. I don't, I don't, I don't trust that at all. Man, I don't know. And he like, you know, starts like rubbing his face and just like is a little bit more agitated than maybe he normally is. Let's say, okay. So you guys have said that, uh, Q looks to be happy, right? He's feeling good. Oh heck yeah! yeah. He loves so it. He, he's <laughs> yeah. feeling good. So he's like, yeah, yeah. He's probably feeling, yeah, I'm, I'm good. Yeah, one of my regular customers isn't, but I don't think it's necessarily because of Grandpa's cough medicine. I think, I think I'm onto a winner here with this. <laughs> but you know, there, there is still that little bit of thing, and you know, saying, you know, maybe Michael was messing around with something. Maybe cross some wires over there. Him and Stevie did something. Let's have everybody decide. You know, not everybody decide. So obviously Travis Travis is, you know, talking to Betty. You know, he wants to come back tomorrow to check out what's going on. And obviously Hugh, after that discussion, Hugh's gonna want to also. You know, you don't want to be involved with with a place that's gonna, you know, scare away your regulars or anything like that. And then Michael Michael's still up at the bar talking to Stevie. So maybe Stevie says to him, you know, he's still mumbling a bit about about the radio and stuff. And he says, hey, Michael, why don't you do me a favor? Why don't you come back tomorrow and we'll see it when you come back. If you if you still have got that 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 ringing stuff going on, uh, everything seems to be all right with the radio. Like I said, maybe we'll we'll see if Jensen comes back in. But why don't you do me a favor and come back tomorrow? Um, we can take a look at this again, turn it back on again tomorrow whenever the broadcast goes and we'll um We'll check and see if it has any other issues, see if that's happening again. And just for for you guys, the the broadcast schedule that KDK said that they were going to do some broadcasts tonight of the election results. And they said tomorrow they were going to continue the election results. So, yeah, obviously you're not going to know. Even if Harding won big, you're not going to have all the results. So they're going to have some results tomorrow. So maybe Stevie mm-hmm. says to Michael, why don't you come back tomorrow? We'll turn it back on again when the – we'll keep it going tomorrow when the other results come back. It, and we'll see if there's any kind of – the same effect kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll uh, I'll I'll uh, bring uh, I'll I'll bring some of my my tools and and, and stuff with me so that we can uh, maybe kind of narrow this down. Yeah, make sure you bring that wrench. So if we see Jensen come back and we find out he's trying to <laughs> trying to take advantage of me, we'll give him we'll give him a big. You hold the wrench and I'll get the I'll get the tab out of him. I'll get my, I'll get my collection. Right. So, I got I got I got a little uh, a little uh, portable Jacob's ladder. Maybe we can maybe we can use that out of it. Okay, so um, maybe so you you know you guys are sitting there drinking. Maybe you know a couple more drinks the rest of the night. Uh, I'm assuming maybe Travis and Hugh aren't really slugging back too many more drinks after <laughs> after the grandpa's <laughs> cough. I'm smoking up a storm now. Yeah. <laughs> and away. You know, do some of the some of the regulars leave. You know, Betty comes back over and sits down, and ch- starts chatting with you guys. You know, Michael's kind of up and down talking to Stevie, coming back. You know, he, he's talking to Stevie because of all that stuff. But, you know, he also sits with you guys a bit and you're, you're just some chatting and some small talk. So unless there's anything specific you guys want to chat about, I was going to say maybe everybody kind of just starts drifting out. 
and going home. So first of all, is there anything that you guys are chatting or is it just the normal bar talk, waitress sitting next to you, that kind of thing? Well, so like meta wise, I think I feel like we should probably bring Jesse in more. So like as, as we're all kind of like sitting there, he's like, you know, fidgeting. He's kind of like, you know, flicking the end of the cigarette. Uh, ash is just like falling all over the table, and he's like, uh, "So what's uh, so so what's your deal? You 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 work in the radio? You uh, seem to know uh, no. a lot." Oh no no no! I just uh, I you know I I have you know one of these one of these is kind of you know high scale. You know, Jensen actually kind of hooks Stevie up pretty well over here. So, but uh, no no no, I uh, I kind of you know dabble a little bit in in, in the radio and. Uh, and but but no, I'm a I'm a teacher actually. I don't. Yeah, the teacher. Did you did you fight the war? Uh, oh no 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 I didn't. Oh. No I got uh, I actually have a uh, a uh, my my right knee is is missing the uh, the kneecap and so they um, they they kind of just just uh, push me aside. It sounds like it would be painful. Uh, my my buddy Hugh. He he might have something for that if you know if if, if it causes you some trouble. Yeah, uh, he kind of like glances. Oh, he's uh, oh 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 no uh, no 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 no. I'm 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 good. But but they, uh, thank you. Yeah, sure 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 thing. It's, yeah yeah. I'm just I just, rum rum with coke is uh, it's pretty much all. That's a and you know it's you know, it doesn't it's not like it actually has has cocaine in it anyway you know but it's you know it it's fun you know. I'm, I'm, yeah. If you want, no, 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 that's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I assume Michael probably leaves first because he's probably going to go teach class tomorrow. Then Travis and Hugh probably hang for a little bit longer until Travis can't stand it anymore. It's like, is like so completely now he's just like amped up now, like nervous energy. So like at some point, like yeah. he's like, look, man, I got to. I gotta get out of here. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bounce. I gotta bounce out of here, and I'm gonna, and I'm gonna go, and I'll, I'll catch you on the flip side. <laughs> he like slaps his hand on the table, and you know, like waves to Betty and Stevie, and practically runs out the door. <laughs> and Hugh, Hugh stays out probably until everything kind of closes down because he's still working on people yeah. trying to, I was going to say that was my thought too. more stuff. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't, he technically doesn't even care about the election at all. He just knows that there's going to be a lot of people congregating in this bar. So he's like prime real estate to sell what he's going to sell and stuff like that. And he, uh, yeah, sells a little bit more through the night and stumbles his way home afterwards. Okay. So is there anything anybody specifically wants to do on their way home or, you know, you guys have left, you're going, you know, you're going home. Is there anything you guys want to do before you guys, you know, go home, go to bed, try to get some sleep, anything like that? Uh, I think Travis just probably walks around. Like he might walk through the park. Like he's got to burn some of this energy off now. Cause this is not the high that he expected. <laughs> so like he, you know, like he walks like not around the block of like the speakeasy, like he's walking towards home, but you know, there's like a park that's kind of like on the way and he sort of like walks through the park. Like he's trying to get more mellow. Hmm. Okay. Uh, so he'll, he'll do that. Like, you know, maybe up, up to like an hour, like, you know, if he's, if his apartment's maybe like a 20 minute walk, maybe he spends, you know, another half hour walking around in the park. 
Okay. So let's do this. So Michael, obviously his mind's probably thrumming with, you know, excitement about, ooh, there's the first radio broadcast. And then, you know, something, something weird was happening with Stevie's radio and, you know, it gives him something to do tomorrow. Right. So he's got his job. He's got work, but then he's also got something to do other than just going there just to do some drinking or whatever. So he's a bit excited about that. Hugh's probably just fine. So (laughs) what I was going to say is for Travis and Michael, Let's do a roll on how easy you get to sleep and to see if this this thing is bothering you when you go to sleep. And I'm guessing that would just be a health roll, right? That would, that would make the most sense. Not psyche would be health. And so we'll make it a challenging, you know, easy. <laughs> so it's a little bit harder because of this little extra stuff, whether Michael, his excitement about this and the little annoying thing and Travis, you know, this annoying thing on top of what he normally has to deal with and what he normally would do to mellow himself out really didn't work. So I got a two. Okay. So no end. No end. Okay. And Michael. Uh, ooh, six. Okay. So the no double end. sixes. I just wasted all my. <laughs> <laughs> I need new dice. I'm gonna mute. I gotta go grab more dice. <laughs> Okay, so for Michael, that would be what's that? A yes and. So the yes is yep. Yeah, you're you're able to relax and get to sleep. Um, I guess to you, you're just thinking. Unless you can think of anything, Jesse, I'm thinking maybe Michael's like, yeah, there's this annoying thing in the back of my mind. But today was an exciting day, and tomorrow's mm-hmm. gonna be exciting too because I can go get more involved in checking this stuff out. You know, because it's you know it's like if you're a car guy and. Your neighbor says, I got a Lamborghini. You want to come check out my Lamborghini kind of thing. Right. Um, you know, so there is that there is that little bit in the back of your mind. It's still that that buzz. It's kind of annoying you, but you can get off to sleep. No problem, because you're more excited about what this could mean tomorrow. And mm-hmm. unless you can think of anything else you want to do. for the No, day. that's fine. Yeah. OK, I, so I've got something, Kevin, for oh. the no. But OK, yeah. so, yeah, you, you're tossing, turning a bit. Um, you're trying to settle. Um, I'm assuming you don't sleep very well anyways, but you do yeah. things to help you sleep. But yeah, this is right, right. nothing's working tonight. So, so I think tonight, like he has a hard time falling asleep. Like he comes home and he's still kind of amped up a little, like he's more relaxed than he was like in the general sense, you know, grabs a shower, gets into bed and like fitfully falls asleep and has nightmares and just like wakes mm. up screaming, sweaty, like he's having like trench nightmares, like that kind of stuff okay. going up over the top, people getting shot around him. Like, so he, it's, it's not restful at all. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, do, do we want to take a negative for that? But I'm assuming Travis, you know, there's, there's probably not been too many nights where Travis has had a completely restful night's sleep, you know? So I, you know, <laughs> waking up with, you know, I guess for lack of a better word, waking up with a hangover and going to work and doing your stuff, that's not going to be anything new for him. So it's not like you're a freshman and this is the first time you got drunk yeah. and you're going to go to class tomorrow. So let's just say, yeah, it's, you're maybe you're a bit more on edge because you've got this other stuff. You know, you thought Hugh, whatever you and Hugh were going to do would be, you know, the normal stuff you do to try to relax and get yourself in a frame of mind. And that didn't work. So you're a bit more, you're a bit more driven now to find out what the hell's going on. Cause this is annoying. You know, you just wasted 10 bucks on <laughs> that first <laughs> and it's really not doing it for you. So, and obviously Hugh sleeps the, the sleep of the righteous, right? Cause he's, he's all good. <laughs> no problems. His new, his new cough medicine worked really well. 
Yep. He has no that. burdens, so he exactly. sleeps like a baby. Exactly. You made a bit of money, tested out something new. It seemed to work for you. Travis, well, you'll follow up. Maybe there's a tweak. Maybe it, maybe it's just Travis that has the issue. But, yeah, you're, you you feel good, so you get a, a nice restful night's sleep. Um, does Hugh have another job, or is this his job? Yeah, no, this is his job. Okay. Yep. So he, you- he makes a living well, and he actually – he actually um, does not have a an actual place. He just goes from friends friends house to friends house, girlfriend's house to girlfriend's house, and stays there for the night. And just kind of mm. doesn't doesn't re- not, is not really stationary. So it's really hard for him to get caught too because he's always on the move. Okay, uh, so everybody wakes up the next morning. It's a Wednesday, so I'm assuming Michael's working because it's uh, mm-hmm. no, because you don't get election day off. No, so it wouldn't even matter on Tuesday. No, yeah. You're probably working on Tuesday also. So yeah, Wednesday's normal work day. Um, for Travis, I'm assuming it's a normal day, normal work mm-hmm. day. Everybody goes to work. So he works slow that day, though. Yeah, <laughs> a lot less boxes getting moved around and stuff loaded. So yeah, uh, you know, got to make sure the the local union rep, you know. Make, has you covered a bit? You're going. You're going on a go slow, but it's not for an industrial action. So you just tell them, <laughs> "Hey, man, I'm I'm not feeling too good. There's no there's no political statements. So I'm just not feeling too good today." Um, okay, cool. So let's say you know it's getting on. Everybody, it's after after work finishes, and you know I don't know if you guys have any specific things you do after work before you head out to to Froggies. But I'm assuming you know from what everybody was saying last night, Stevie wants Michael to come back. And Travis is probably even more set now after a terrible night's sleep to find out what the hell's going on. So, you know, so everybody kind of filters back into into Froggies. As you said, it's probably a normal thing you guys do anyways, but there's a bit of extra added emphasis now to to make sure you go back because there's some other stuff you guys want to be doing in there. Yeah, you know, like like Travis makes a beeline. Like, you know, when he gets in, if he was sitting at the table – he just like stalks right over and he's like, what the fuck was in that shit you gave me, man? It, it fucked me all up. I I had the same thing as you did. And guess what? I slept like a baby. You know, maybe it was, maybe you're just not ready for the big boy stuff. <laughs> bullshit, man. Ten bucks. I could, didn't even sleep. Calm down. Calm down. I've got something else for you here. And I don't want anything that you got, man. Yeah. All right. Like. He kind of like just pulled like slowly pulls out a, a needle and he has he has the usual stuff that Travis is always craving or whatever. And he's like, it's on the house if you want it. But if you don't, I'll just put it right back. And he starts to slowly put it back in his he has a little pouch that he carries with him. He says you could keep it in Pat's coat pocket. He says, I, I brought my own tonight. Good luck with that. Just like shakes the light, you know, angrily sort of like pulls out the chair and lights a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> what you don't what you don't see is that um Hugh kind of maneuvers himself a little bit in his chair a little bit and he pats his leg and he makes sure that his knife is in his pocket. Because <laughs> after because Hugh doesn't like anybody telling him that his stuff isn't the right kind of stuff. So anytime anybody, he's so, 
he's so sure of the of the things that happen that he has that when somebody challenges that, then he's like, okay, well, I have to keep an eye on him. Well, that makes sense, right? Because you know, it's not anything. I'm, I'm assuming it's, like, it's not anything personal to Travis. It's just a, a part of the business, right? You know, if someone gets a a bad reaction or I mean, it's almost like being a bartender and, you know, someone gets hammered and starts, you know, mouthing off and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Well, and the fact that, you know, Travis has had this weird ear thing, you know, at the bar last night, you know, it could have been, you know, everyone keeps thinking that might've been the whiskey that he drank or whatever. Mm. You know, he's just like, he kind of thinks the same thing. It's like, well, you know, it's his problem, not mine. I didn't create it. So, but I'm also going to protect my ass because I have a business to uphold. So, (laughs) Yeah, like we're not buddies. You're like my drug dealer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No, believe me. It, I'm your bu- I'm your buddy for two seconds when I'm trying to sell you something, but as soon as you leave, I'm like, whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As long as you're not trying, as long as you're not getting into my business, then we're good. Is Michael going to be there uh, whenever Travis comes in? I'm assuming, like you said, Hugh's Hugh is probably already there. Is Michael going to be there? Or is Michael going to come in afterwards? Um, he'll probably come in a little bit after. Actually, no, he, you know what? Because he, he probably has a, his, his day probably ends a little earlier than Travis's being a teacher. So he was able to go home, get a sandwich, eat a little bit, get his tools and then head on over. So, okay. So maybe when Travis comes in, you know, before he, he storms in and sits down at the table. Yeah. With, uh, Michael's he, already fiddling with the radio. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. So Stevie and Stevie and um, in Michael are kind of up, you know, looking at the radio. So the broadcast hasn't started yet. So, you know, Michael's just maybe just doing some checks and him and Stevie are. And Stevie's looking at Michael saying, I, I, I have no idea about this. You know, you were the one that kind of got it set up and running. I just know how to turn that one this way and that one that way. Um, yeah, but, you know, stop, stop, stop doing that though. It's not helping. The knob's going to fall off. Right. <laughs> um, yeah. Wh- whatever you say, Michael, you know, you're the one that, 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 that knows this, uh, you haven't seen Jensen yet. He hasn't come back and, you know, narrows his eyes a bit. Um, but I mean, how are you feeling? You still, um, you still feeling a bit off from last night or. Am I? Yes. <laughs> So yes. you still have that little bit of, you know, in your back. It said it, it didn't distract you from your work. Right. It yeah. It's, it's, I was trying to think of, I was going to say, it's like when you get water stuck in your ear, right. And, mm. but it's not stopping you from doing anything. It's just annoying yeah. as hell. It's just annoying. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, let's maybe just say that. Yeah. It's, it's there. It's not, if you focus, I'm assuming depending on what state Travis is in, maybe it affects him a bit more because then he focuses yeah. on it. Right. But yeah, it's just, it's there and, now it's like okay, it's been a almost a day of it. Um, yeah, it's not you know it's not stopping you from doing anything. It's just more annoying. And now you're you're trying to figure out what the hell's going on. So yeah, yeah. It, it's still there a little bit. And obviously yeah. the radio's not on right now. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, it's still affecting you. Yeah. So I'll say when 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 Stevie actually brings it up, you know, Michael had kind of almost gotten used to it for like the second half of the day. So he actually like sticks his finger in his ear and like wiggles it a little bit. And he's like, I am. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it, it's, it's not, it's nothing. Okay. So you guys are still fiddling. Um, Travis, Betty comes over to you and Hugh gives. Um, so Hugh was at bourbon on the rocks, right? Wasn't that what you, 
was your drink last night? That was that my drink. Okay, so she gives you a bourbon on the rocks. Uh, she doesn't bring over a drink for Travis, so she kind of you know looks over and like kind of raises her eyebrows, you know, because last night was the whiskey sour, but then you switched over, and so she's kind of waiting to see what what you want to try. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll stick with the bourbon. Hey, how you doing? Still got that that weird thing. Uh, it, it's still there a bit, uh, and we got a new. Uh, a couple new bottles in this morning of the whiskey seems to be the same one. We got a bottle of the same stuff from last night in a new bottle. And uh, so I needed something for breakfast. So I tried a little bit of each and she kind of winks at me, um, <laughs> but it doesn't seem to be any worse than last night or it doesn't seem to be going away. So it's, it seems to be the same as it was. How about you? Uh, I had a rough night last night. Uh, long day of work. That's for sure. Uh, if you, if you, if you say it's good, I'll, I'll have what you're having. <laughs> and she laughs and says, uh, I don't know if you want to have what I'm having. It's usually a little bit of this, a little bit of that, but, uh, maybe I'll get you a, a bourbon on the rocks just to be on the safe side. How's that? Sure thing, darling. Yeah. But you know, she, you know, she says, I don't, the, the, the delivery this morning was from Stevie's usual guys. Uh, I did ask them kind of separately if, they'd gotten any other complaints and they kind of took it a bit personally, but also they can take it as personally as they want. Uh, you know, we're, there's not too many people that are going to take what they're selling. So, but they said they hadn't heard anyone else saying it. There was any issues with those batches that came in. And obviously we got that new batch from the, the other place and, and they all seem to be fine. And she, she will say, you know, I heard Mike, Michael talking to Stevie and uh, he said, he still seems to have that, that little thing going on too. So you know, for the three of us, it still seems to be, you know, kind of there in the background. I uh, just don't understand it. She walks away and, you know, goes to get to get you a drink. Do you want to do another check on some of the – so some of the regulars are back in again. Do you want to do another check like you did last night to see sure. if um, – See what everybody's status is. I don't know if that's a – oh, no, that's a one. Uh, so it's going to be a seven total. Okay, so that's a yes and something positive. Um, hmm. Okay, so you look around. The place isn't full yet. Uh, you know, it's still a little bit early. It is a few minutes away for the next broadcast for the the election results to keep going. So obviously Stevie and Michael are up there, and you're you know they're you know Stevie shouts that we're going we're to turn on turn on the the radio again for the results. Uh, unfortunately. Maybe not a free round for everybody tonight. Last night was historic. Today's just a normal day. So you guys. And then you just hear, oh. Exactly. oh. <laughs> he goes, oh, Half the on. people I, walk out. <laughs> <laughs> they were expecting free booze. And Stevie says, hey, hey, hold on. He, I gave you guys a couple free rounds last night. It all evens out. So just pretend that extra round last night was a free one for today. Uh, and, you know, obviously he's not going to worry about it too much because people can be a bit pissed at him, but they're going to come back, right? It's not like they can go. Yeah, where are you going to go? <laughs> Please down the street. So, but no, he, you know, he is a good guy. You know, he gave her, he gave everybody a couple free rounds last night. Uh, and he does take it in stride, like, oh, yeah, come on. Everybody starts sighing. Um, and when you look around, you know, the regulars that are there, you know, no one seems to be affected um, by, you know what you're expecting you know maybe people shaking their head a bit or all the all the talk is about what happened on the day um 1920 
Yeah, so I don't think there's any Steelers then. So it would just be yeah. So there's no NFL talk, right? I think the Bears were around, but not just baseball. Be baseball yeah. talk. But it's yeah, November, yeah. so it's hot stove league, right? So maybe mm-hmm. it's talking about how the season went. Hey, what did the what did the 1920 World Series? I can look at. Well, so, so they played 164 games back then. I think they only played like 80, right? Well, yeah, it was one forty-two for a while. So even back then, it's probably even less. So yeah, so nineteen twenty, I think, is murder. Nah. So everybody's just chatting about their day at work. Um, you know, so nothing. You don't notice anything. Anybody talking about what happened last night, or no one else seems to be affected. I'm trying to think what would be the end for that. I got it. Okay. The, oh, she, the, she brings the, out the, the, the booze, and the booze is really good, like better than last time. Okay. Like it wasn't made in a bathtub, even though it was. <laughs> <laughs> so like they took the turpentine you, out. Yeah, exactly. Indians versus the Dodgers. Indians beat the Dodgers. Um, so, so that are we are we saying that doesn't tie in with that? It's just this is a good result, right? It's just yeah, it's just something yeah, yeah, yeah beneficial. Yeah. So you know maybe maybe uh, Travis is thinking okay this this will ease it a bit. You know this this feels like a smooth a smooth batch. You know. Yeah, this is a smooth batch, and then he you know, shoots a dirty look at Hugh when Hugh's not looking because Hugh's looking to see if any of his other uh, have regulars that come in to start working. Um, so, what's Hugh doing? So, Michael's up looking at the thing. Betty came over to talk to Travis. More, more talk to Travis, but you know she's chatting a bit with you. Um, obviously, you, she knows you because you're always you know you're here pretty consistently. I'm just trying to think if there's anything that that Hugh wants to do or talk about you know after he first gets there and travis and and michael get there um i, I don't know he doesn't really have it that much of an exciting life besides um trying to find new customers and stuff um let's say that he, he make a charm out. roll or something right like maybe you're at schmoozing trying to sell product right like how so, successful are you at yeah so let's do that so let's just see how how business is going so Mike was talking to Stevie, um, Betty and Travis were chatting. So let's have Hugh go out, maybe, you know, he says, uh, maybe you go out to pick up the paper to bring back to read and then maybe just do a charm roll, yeah, just to see how business is going, to see what kind of frame of mind you're in. Okay. See, yeah. see, see how good you're feeling. For sure. Could I, uh, well, I don't really have, I don't have fast talk. I have streetwise and that probably won't help in this situation. Well, it's true. Wise could you know you yeah. know approach the right people, right? Like there's probably doctors and lawyers in here just because they want booze, but then there's probably also like I think that I think it fits people, in, right? You're, you're a drug dealer, so, yeah, people, yeah. the people that aren't the rich people, the bad well, people. people who so people who would be interested in your wares. Yeah, exactly. I can, or, I, or can also, tell, I can tell from a crowd, or even from your regulars. Maybe mm-hmm. now's not that you know. They're not. This isn't the time that they would normally, or you know, they like to get a few drinks in before they go on to something else. Or, yeah, that guy doesn't look like he's buying top shelf anymore. I don't know if there's even top shelf or bottom <laughs> shelf. <laughs> that guy usually has three drinks by now. He has one. He's have he's had one. So maybe he doesn't have the extra extra cash to to splash on. You know. So yeah, I would take I would take the streetwise route because then you know just understanding the vibe of everybody and you know. Normally, if that guy has that look, I know he's he's ready. If that other guy doesn't, then I know he's not up for anything right now. Okay. All right. 
That is an eight. Oh my good lord. So yes and. So I would say that, yeah, so you go out and pick the paper, you know, pick a couple papers up to bring in. Uh, maybe while everybody was talking, you saw the the paper boy go by and, you know, drop them off up front. So you figure, you know, I'll go stretch my legs a bit, grab the papers, but also see how everyone else is doing. What would be the and for that? So you've had a good, you, you've, you've, you've had a, a few good buys, um, uh, maybe a bit better than normally. You know, it is early in the evening. So maybe a bit, maybe people had a few, few of them had a, a rougher day on the job or maybe Ooh. the, maybe it's a day for some of them. So you've had a good, a good buy so far. I got something the, if you don't mind. Yep. And the and would be. So what I, instead of giving them like my best stuff, I give them something that's not as good. So I'm like, well, here, uh, I'm going to call this candy cane is what I'm going to call it. And what it is, is it's, it's, uh, um, a decent amount of, uh, cocaine mixed in with some aspirin, crushed up aspirin. So like, you know, I kind of give them the spiel like, oh, this is this is pr- some premium stuff right here. This is, you know, my best cocaine, the best on the market right now. Good for the nose, good for the hose kind of thing. And, you know, and then he uh, he sells a little bit more than he's used to. And he makes a good profit on it because he's actually, you know, not giving them as much as much good stuff. Of the good stuff, yeah. It's, yeah, it's not the fish scale. It's the one with the the baby powder mixed in. So yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and and he does it in front of them to be like, oh yeah, this is good stuff right here, you know, because he. That's one of the reasons why he he tries everything that he gives out is because then if something bad doesn't happen to him, then of course it's not going to happen to them. Kind of thing. <laughs> and it just tra- happens to work because like aspirin like thins your blood so it like dilates your blood vessels or whatever so like they can absorb quicker all hand. of the cocaine <laughs> you get a quicker so it's like it. it's like anime it's like all of a sudden their eyes just boom. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh yeah okay so um you know hugh hugh goes by you know he grabs the papers he drops uh drops one off on the table for um travis and like i said michael is maybe going back and forth between stevie he's waiting for the turn the radio on drops a paper off at the at the top of the uh, at the bar next to Stevie, and then you know Stevie shouts, "Okay, the uh, broadcast is going to start in a minute. Let's see what they have to say tonight." So he turns it on. Hey everybody! Before we wrap up this episode, I'd like to take a minute to say thank you for tuning in. We hope you're enjoying the podcast, from our interviews and actual plays to our rambling roundtable discussions. If you like what you're here and you'd like to support the show, we have great sponsors for you to check out. Birds of a Feather Coffee Company is a small batch craft coffee roaster and is our OG sponsor. They have three signature blends to choose from. The Morning Lark, which is a light roast. The Night Owl Blend, which is a rich dark roast. And the Hummingbird Decaf Blend. They also have the exclusive Legendary Brew, a nice medium roast coffee, perfect fuel for all those late night gaming sessions. If you use the code LEGENDS10, you'll get 10% off your order and shipping is always free. So head on over to tinyurl.com forward slash legendary brew or click on the link in the show notes. Thanks everybody for checking it out. We'll catch you next time. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop broadcast network. For more gaming related content, please visit www.legendsoftabletop.com.